first off, when you buy any sort of microphone, get something just really experiment with a variety of microphones. Personally, I like the large diaphragm condenser mics. And the one I have is the Samsung C01U. It costs around, I think it's about $100 now. I ended up getting the, the, uh, the microphone with the shock mount, pop filter, and, and a boom stand. One thing that will ship with it is a tripod desk stand. The thing, it's kind of cheap. Really, if you don't have any need for it, throw it away. It'll do, it'll do good in a pinch, like, say, if you're going to interview someone at a conference. But that's really about it. I mean, I'm sure they have good intentions, but I do not trust a somewhat expensive microphone to that. <laughs> All right, the first thing that we're going to have to do when we get this microphone, I bought mine from Amazon. See, the shock mount pop filter and boom stand, you know, and microphone all together was around $200, which is really not bad for a studio-quality microphone. Now, once we get the microphone in our hands, we do a little happy dance because, you know, watching UPS tracking will drive you crazy. <clears throat> what you should do is carefully, very carefully, open everything and lay it out. That's, that's a habit of mine. And really just kind of index all the parts. <laughs> I know it seems kind of anal, but, you know, we've all been in a situation where you didn't get a, everything that was supposed to come with it. And you have to call up the company, complain, wait for that part. Yeah, that's not exactly fun. So after you've laid everything out, what you should do is you take, say, a large-ish screwdriver or the blade of a knife, look at the bottom of the microphone, and you will see a, a 3 8 inch adapter. Take it out, turn it counterclockwise. Almost forgot which clockwise it was. Because yeah, I'm brilliant. So, anyway, after you remove the adapter, if you bought the shock mount, take a look at it and do the same. Then you will take the shock mount. If you have a boom stand, what you should do is, what the easiest thing to do is to just screw the arm off. <coughs> It's just sits on a regular, what we'll call the body of the stand. It's pretty much just a standard straight microphone stand. And the easiest thing to do is just screw the bit on the arm off. You can take it off using the screw that holds it on top, or you can just screw the whole, uh, the whole bit off without having to mess with taking out the screw. Hopefully, to God, you, it doesn't fall and smash your toe, which to me and that really hurts. And then you take it, screw the pole into the shock mount. Just hold the shock mount in one hand, screw the pole in with the other. Then make sure the shock mount, or spider mount, whatever you want to call it, is facing the proper way. Then place the microphone into it and there is a, it looks kind of like a dial on the bottom, but it's actually for screwing the microphone into the shock mount. Secure that after you put the boom arm back on, of course, because you don't want to drop that with your microphone in it. And then put it in a desirable location. Just really experiment. If you sit down the podcast, if that's what you're using it for, or to sing into it, then put it at a way where you can easily access it and swing it to or away from you. I find it's easiest to have it on my left side, where I can easily control with my left hand, as I often read stories off the computer monitor for the podcast and I operate the mouse with the right hand. So now that 
own microphone cable symbol. And what looks like the start of a pretty nice home recording studio on the cheap. Take the provided USB cable, plug it into the microphone, and plug it into your computer. It doesn't really matter what Linux you're running. You know, it could be Arch, Fedora, Ubuntu. I've set it up on all three, and it's easy as pie on all three. <coughs> My favorite mixer to use is G-Mixer, but more on that in a minute. Well, included with the microphone, aside from the desk stand that we will throw away, or you can keep it around, it doesn't matter. Um, aside from the desk stand, which you can keep or throw away, it doesn't matter, comes a copy of Sonar LE Cakewalk software. It's an audio editing software, much like Audacity, but this mic works beautifully with Audacity. Now, back to what I was saying about G-Mixer. <coughs> to really get this mic going right, the right channel is boosted a little bit more than the left one, which is not really a huge issue. You know, it's something I had to go digging around to find out, but once I got it going, and I quite enjoy this microphone, I'm using it right now, actually. But open up, say, G-Mixer, unlink the audio channels, and set the left channel to around 65 to 70%. If you're recording in Audacity, whenever the, when you click to monitor microphone input, whenever the uh, meter for the two channels is even, or slightly offset, whichever way you like it, then you can go ahead and start recording with it. But if you're using this microphone for, say, Skype or Akiga or Gizmo, you can leave it as is, since it will be compressed to a mono channel anyway. It doesn't really matter too much for that. But once you get this microphone set up and in a desired location, then it should last you a very long time. <coughs> Mine has a little bit of damage on the top, but I took it to Ohio Linux Fest in 2009. It survived all through the entire event. When I got home, I had my laptop bag open, which is where the mic was, and it rolled out and hit part of my bed. And a plastic bit, well, I don't want to call it a bit, eh, bit works, over the, uh, the metal mesh on top of it cracked. You know, there was a dent in the mesh. It doesn't really affect the sound at all. <coughs> so this has been setting up the Samsung C. Zero one U in Linux. I'm PJ. Take it easy and happy podcasting. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by Caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.